and welcome back to another episode of Redcast and I'm back from my break because I'm sorry for taking a break guys it's for the one month break and to start off to start off the break again I mean like the break I mean so I'm gonna start a little bit but yeah we're gonna start with some r slash nuclear revenge and the first story title is shut up house is the price for screwing with retirement and I hope you guys enjoy the video is gonna be today unfortunately I'm gonna have only one story but I'll go ahead hope you guys enjoy and let's go to the first story and also the last story Sorry for the throwaway, but this situation is still within the stretch of limitations and goes across state lines in the USA. Names have been changed to protect the parties that needed protection and to conform within the rules of Reddit. Cast of characters Jim, owner of property, Betty, his wife, Kristen, daughter of Jim, slash me, Tilda, Betty's sister. Larry, Tilda's wife, the husband, Sunny, daughter of Tilda and Larry, Larry Jr., Larry and Tilda's son, Larry and Tilda's son, Baxter. Many years ago, in rural Appalachia and the coral country, lived a cluster of families on a holler, Jim and Betty. Kristen with them. This mobile home had, was two room bedrooms and one bathroom, but it was sufficient enough for shelter. During the mid 1980s, a recession hit Apachia hard, and Jim found work in another part of the country. In moving, he approached Larry and Tilda to look at look after the mobile home and collect rent for anyone that wanted to lease the mobile home. A rent amount was agreed and would be adjusted for inflation and the cost of living for the area. The money was deposited into a savings account except the money for the money needed for necessary repairs and receipts kept. Jim and Betty trusted their siblings with this and moved. Trusting that this money would be part of the retirement fund, I was privy to these con- conversations but did not pay that much attention to them at the time. Shortly after leaving Apache, a renter was found, and Jim and Betty were glad to know that something was coming from the land in their home area. Then Mike moved into the mobile home, and Jim stipulated that the rental agreement did not change even with his nephew renting the mobile home. After Mike moved out, Sunny moved in and stayed for several years. Betty asked Tilda several times about the rent, knowing Sunny was very unreliable with rent in the past and was assured that between section 8 and 4 stamps that the rent was being paid on time and there was no issues. 
A few repairs had been done, but the receipts were stored in the safety deposit box where the savings account was. Fast forward a few years, Sunny finally moves out, and there are a few more renters, and then the taxes are not getting paid. Mobile home will not pass for section 8 anymore as well. Jim, Betty, and I being told repairs had been made over the years. We find this odd and inquire again to Tilda, who states this was an all a misunderstanding once again. Betty trusts her sister and is relieved when we get the tax receipt in the mail. This is a very important letter. Another few years pass by until the rise. Jim, Jim and Betty attend the funeral and Betty makes a gesture to assist with some of the expenses. Ari agrees and Betty requests her access to a savings account that should have at least tens of thousands of dollars at this point, not including interest, to only find out it has never existed. All of the paperwork that have been has been fraudulent or forged. Remember the tax receipt, another forgery. Betty refused to fight. She has lost her sister. Still, Jim is livid as am I. Sunny was always abusive to me, and to find out she has been living off my parents for free while receiving receiving session eight for rent and getting food stamps sent me over the edge on top of the missing retirement funds. Fraudulent from the beginning, Jim and I attempt legal means first to get revenge on the thief. On this thief, thief I mean, we were met with walls of red tape with state separating us. It was an uphill battle with a slim chance of winning. Was that attorney fees would drain any winnings and then more? First, I put my piece into action against Sunny. I filed claims of fraud against the aid section anonymously and snapped benefits given that there was absolutely no proof of rent being paid to the homeowner or the custodian. Larry was stupid enough to not write out a fraudulent receipt for when his daughter lived there. Next, I filed against Larry for tax invasion and social security fraud since Sonny was claiming to be paying him the rent money via section 8. This was income. Since he was not claiming this income on his tax forms, he was double dipping into social security systems and avoiding paying taxes. I did the same for the time Mike was paying rent. Although he did not claim government benefits, he just paid rent. The next stage was to notify the local churches about the shady dealing with family. Their faith is big on their ministers and credibility. I told anyone and everyone I could from the church directory about what happened. I even showed the fixed tax receipts. This was the last week of the most nefarious after ensuring that Larry was visiting Sunny and the house he owned was empty. A rented car was used and while Betty drove Jim 
using a 22 rifle to shoot holes into the roof the ac compressor the garage doors and anything that was laying in the yard and not immediately noticeable we wanted to the burn to last so no windows were shut out or anything evident from the side showing aftermath Sunny is now being investigated for multiple charges of fraud. Her business has been close to the sweeping allegations that money will not be allocated as intended. Her applications for small business loans and COVID funds have been denied. Criminal charges are being wiped, whispered, but I do not think anything will come out of about that portion. Larry has been found guilty of overpayment by the Social Security Admission 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 Some of the old PVC plastic plumbings. He has spent a fortune fixing the roof plumbing and siding where a lot of little holes were. I do not know if he has tried the AC yet, and I will be delighted to find out if it manufactures as severely as I hope. Too long didn't read Uncle Steele's parents' retirement fund and benefits his kids. We report to authorities and leave him in massive debt and a shot up home to be honest this is a really good story but he's right the gun one was pretty hard for his mind especially if he shoot up a hole people can hear him shooting right so even if you have a silencer it's still pretty loud so this could be fake i'm not sure but other than that, it was a pretty entertaining story. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Today we have only one story due to um, the one story being pretty long. So please hope you guys enjoyed. I will share the post daily. I came back from the break, so yeah. I take another round of those. I don't know that much. But thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoy and have a wonderful day.